Amen. We give God the honor again, and we do give him, we give him the wonderful, we give him the wonderful praise this morning. To his word to be praised. So this morning, I want you to go to the book of Luke chapter 1, and I want us to look at a very familiar account. Again, we thank God for all the believers. Thank God for those, amen, that are, whose faith is still in our Savior and our Deliverer. Still have a week and a half before the end of this year. God is still able to do mighty, mighty works in the time that we have left. Amen. Uh, God has been good this year. Amen. Uh, he's been very good. And, um, and uh, this has been a year like uh, no one has uh, um, perceived and calculated. And um, but God has been in the midst of it all. And so we certainly thank God for that. Uh, many people connected this church and has come through the uh, road of COVID-19. And that road is still before us. But but God has uh, has kept the people and delivered and healed and um, brought us back to a very special place. Amen. So I want us to look this morning at uh, Luke chapter 1. We're going to look at verse 26. And uh, starting at verse 26, the Bible says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. Of the house of David, the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, uh, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Uh, blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of the house of his kingdom there will be no end. We're going to talk this morning about hope at Christmas. We're going to talk about hope today. Amen, somebody. Uh, you know, we're coming in shoot, about five days. Um, first lady, we'll be right there at Christmas. And this is, Christmas means so much for so many different people. For some, it means, amen, um, rest, reflection, means uh, giving and, and, and time with family and, and fellowship, uh, uh, to me, one of the things I look forward to every day, but certainly I believe Christmas embodies it more than anything else, and it's hope. And so I know this particular Christmas, if there's one thing that, that people need right now is, is hope. Uh, one consistent theme I've been hearing uh, over the last two weeks that this just does not feel like Christmas. Matter of fact, I came home and told you last week, that's what I've been hearing a lot of people saying, and some of you uh, may have been hearing that, and some of you may have even said it, that this just does not feel, this Christmas um, does not feel uh, like Christmas. And uh, rightfully so, many people, um, we have been in a different environment now. We got this COVID-19 and and this pandemic uh, that is, has, has thrown everybody into an unfamiliar territory. Uh, depression, we've, I've, I've seen a caption this week that said, uh, overdosing and depression has actually killed this year more people than actually COVID-19. Uh, division that's in the world and uh, in the nation and even division that's in the family, uh, family, 
and financial despair. Uh, then there's a disruption of life. Life that we know, uh, have known, has been disrupted. Um, and we're coming into a new year. And, and people are very, you know, people were doing the two-step when they go from one year to the next. Ain't nobody doing two-step no more. People very cautiously uh, entering into another year uh, because they didn't see 2020 happen. And they certainly, amen, don't want to dance too soon before 2021 gets here. And that's all right. Uh, but perhaps more than anything, perhaps more than anything, and I don't think nobody this year has been immune to this, being directly impacted by people dying. Uh, death this year has been at a rate that we've never, ever seen it. And some of this death hasn't even been due directly to COVID-19. People's heart has been given away on them, and and, and people have just been dying, and, and people, iconic figures, uh, started earlier this year with Kobe Bryant, and I mean, it just hasn't stopped. It, it just continues on and on. We were uh, last night celebrating my granddaughter's first birthday, and, and uh, my sister came and gave me news last night uh, that a family of mine, the Love family who I grew up with in College Park, um, their family was like my family, and um, the sister, uh, who's one year younger than me, uh, died. And so I had to quickly call the family and and uh, make sure it was true. And 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 I said, well, "What happened?" And they say, "Well, it was Friday morning, yesterday morning. Friday morning, she just woke up and blood clot uh, in her heart and just just died right there." And, 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 and so even through death, everybody know people that, that has died. And again, some of these people have just been iconic uh, figures. So, so, so we need something to motivate. People are not motivated, uh, excited, and looking forward uh, to tomorrow. And, and that's what hope does. That regardless of the circumstances, situations, and regardless of the environment, that we find ourselves in that does, does not look complimentary things that are positive. Hope excites us. It motivates us. It causes us to look forward into a better day. And I was looking at hope, and because um, and, and a lot of times I tie hope to faith, and, and, and they are tied together, but I wanted to understand a little bit more about hope. And, 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 and this is a definition of hope. It is an optimistic state of mind that is based on an expectation of positive outcomes with respect to events and circumstances in one's life or world at large. These are two quotes. One person that says, hope this morning, to live without hope is to cease to live. That when you don't have hope, your life literally ends that moment. That when a person don't have hope, they may exist, but they really don't live if you don't have hope. I thought that very interesting. Then another quote says this, when you say a situation or a person is hopeless, what you're doing is slamming the door in the face of God. Because God needs hope to move in life and in our particular situations. So as Christians today, regardless of the darkness of the world around us, we're always to have hope. The church should embody hope. Colossians 1.27 says this, To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, which means that we have been called that we have Christ in us and he's the hope of glory. So we are to embody, to exemplify and amen, to model hope for the world. If the world don't have hope and they don't see it in the church, then they will not be able to find hope in the earth. Then Romans 15, 13 says this, and this is where God helps me to understand the difference between faith and hope. 
Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Ghost that you may abound in hope. Let me say that again. That may the God of hope who fill you with joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit that you may abound in hope, which means that my life abounds, my life increases. The abundant life that God wants us to live abound in hope. But this is the difference of hope and faith because God was showing me that this week, and I've always used the terms interchangeably, but they're really not the same. Faith sees with belief into the future. Walk by faith, not by sight. So faith sees into the future, and hope is the experience that you have because of what you see in the future. So hope is an experience. So he says when a God of hope is in your life that you experience joy and peace. So while we have faith and we do believe on a better tomorrow, a better situation before us, we can experience joy and peace right now. So hope is an experience that is predicated of believing in a better tomorrow. What do you believe about hope today, First Lady? What do you want to share this morning before we get into the text? Amen. So I had wrote a few definitions of my own for hope. Yes. Amen. So hope is when we eagerly await an outcome working for your good and to your benefit. Yes. Confidently expecting good for the unseen future mm-hmm. and happily expecting positive results for the future. Yes. Amen. So it's saying that you believe that it's going to work out to your benefit, to your good, even when you don't have no evidence yes. of it doing so. Yes. Amen. That's hope. And like Pastor said, faith is the thing that I believe, but hope is how I live until that thing becomes yes. a reality. Yes. Amen. And so um, I, I uh, when I was working, when we were in the office, amen, and the office was kind of, it's kind of a bad environment, a lot of racism, a lot of racial tensions, a lot of bias, a lot of good old boy type system or whatever. And it, and it was blatant. Amen. In the office, it was blatant. They would blatantly be racist to you. Amen. And so, you know, when Pete, and, and God told me, he said, Y'all, you're not going to be here long. And so then I started saying, we're not going to be, they said, well, you might not be here long because of the person you are. You might, God may just take you somewhere else. But we, I said, no, none of us are going to be here. So no, nobody could make sense of it. I couldn't even tell you why we weren't going to be here. But the Lord told me that I believed it and I was eagerly awaiting for us not to be in that ho- office with those conditions. Amen. And so people kept coming. I said, don't worry, we're not going to be here long. God is doing something. I don't know what it is. I don't have the particulars, but we're not going to be here long. And COVID hit. And everybody had to go home. Amen. Amen. And everybody had to work home. And so that's the way hope is. God, he may tell us something. He may not tell us how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. Amen. Sometimes he gives us all of that. But many times he don't. But we got to trust him by faith in his word. And while we're waiting, amen, we're excited about it. Amen. We don't have a bad attitude. We're not manipulating the outcome, trying to fix it for ourselves. Amen. We're hoping with the joy and expectation that God's working it for our good. Amen. Amen. So without faith, you can't have hope. But when you have faith, hope is, is, is the, the abiding joy and peace that you have to endure the experience this morning. So they're, 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 they're tied together. And that was, that was a good analogy because of the faith, fact that sometimes God won't give it to us. I mean, but we always go back to Romans 28. All things work together for good to those who love the Lord has been called according to his purpose. I mean, I know how things are going to work. I don't know. You know, we're here today. We don't know what 2021 beholds us. We know we're hearing the news. They say this is a dark winter. This is a winter we've never seen that we'll face in 2021. We don't know how that's going to look for our particular lives. But we know one thing. All things work together for good to those who love the Lord and being called according to his purpose. I was talking to one of our awesome ministers here, Minister Jeremy, on last night. And, 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 and they shipped his job assignment uh, a, a, a week or two ago. And he was, and I was asking him the last job he just, he got shifted from transition two weeks ago. I was asking him how things was going. He said, with everybody on that last job, 
He said, it's a breakout of COVID-19. They can't work. That stuff is going on. Just a breakout. And he says, I was wondering why God, why I got transitioned to another assignment but all things work together for good to those who love the Lord being called on a purpose. He, he, he may have said, well, new assignment. I mean, what would that say about me? But, but you don't know what God is doing in the midst of a situation. So by faith, amen, whatever happens don't look like, amen, I think it should look. I still am able to have joy and peace and sleep at night. Amen. Expecting greater things to happen in 2021. May didn't happen in 2020. 2021 may be worse, but not for my household, not for me. By faith, I believe it. I stand on it. I declare it out of my mouth that this year is a great year, and I'm waiting to get into this year. I'm waiting to see what God has for me. You can't stay in an environment of hopelessness because you will cease to live. Many people have not even given a vision for 2021 because they're stuck in hopelessness and they can't live there. Amen. But you are going to have to raise your level of belief to say 2021 is going to be my year. Amen. 2020, 2020, 19, 18, 17, but 2021, that's how God moves. The craziest year God will allow to be your greatest blessing, but you've got to have faith. And faith, I've got peace. Faith I can sleep at night when people are doing crazy things. By faith, I'm past this situation and I'm able to experience peace. That's why hope is so important. If you don't have hope, you don't, you're not even living. If you don't have hope, you're just like a dead person. But when you have hope, you live and you you expecting greater things. And, and even the things that are happening to me right now that I may not think is as great this morning is great. But I may can't see the greatness in it. But by faith, I know it's great this morning. And I can't wait to get up tomorrow. I can't wait to get into 2021. Amen. I'm t asking people, you don't want to go to 2020. What you going to do, stay in 2020? You've got to go to 2021. You might as well carry some hope and some faith in 2021. I'm glad to go to 2021. I was telling one of my daughters, my youngest daughter, I said, this has been the best year of your life. My God, I said, this, this, and this, and this. God chose the worst year for many people, what they believe is the worst year, to allow it to be her best year. That's how God is, because when the best can happen and the worst, God can get the glory. God don't want glory when everything is well, when everything is not well, when nobody else think it can be well. God wants to bless you and that's what faith tells us this morning we're concerned about everybody but I'm mindful of what God is doing for me specially so that's that's what hope is you've got to have hope because without hope and if you if you haven't been able to experience joy and peace this year and even in this Christmas season it's just a testament of a fact that, 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 that really you need to be encouraged in your faith so you can abide in hope. That's your experience today. Amen today. So when I look at this story this morning, Jew was born to, to Mary. Christ was born into the world during a very dark time for the Jews who definitely needed hope. The Jews were, were being oppressed. The Jews financially was was. They, 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 they financially just didn't have it. They were up under the oppressed rule of the Roman government that was, was taking everything from them. And, 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 and they were just living in a very dark time. And it was looking, though, listen, they were looking, they were still expecting, they were looking for a deliverer and a Messiah to come and to deliver them from the tyranny of Rome. And out of nowhere, that's how God moves sometimes, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, Christ came into the earth. When I look at the life of Mary, living in obscurity, a place called Nazareth. Nazareth, what many people don't understand, it was a, it was a, a sin trap. It was a very evil and, and, and wicked place. It was, it was a place on the outskirts that people didn't go and, and vacation in, in Nazareth. Matter of fact, Nathaniel even said, can, can, can any good thing come, come out of Nazareth? Nazareth was such a, a bad place. But God chose Nazareth, amen, to give birth to the greatest miracle. 
amen, that he chose Mary, who no one knew, who, who no one knew who she was, amen, to, 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 to give one of the greatest blessings, amen, to the world in the birth, amen, of Jesus Christ. I was looking at this. God could have chose anywhere for Jesus to be born. He could have chose Rome, who was, who was the, 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 the center of power for the world at that particular time. He could have chose Athens, who was, amen, to the center of, of great culture in that time. He could have chose Jerusalem, amen, that many people expected would come through Jerusalem because that was the spiritual Mecca at that particular time. But God chose Nazareth, and he chose Mary. Amen. An unknown girl in a relative unknown city to bring about the most known, powerful event in entire history. All because Mary experienced hope. So a few things I want to look at. You want to say anything to that before we go forward? I want to look at a couple of things here in Scripture that I want to keep you mindful, to, to encourage you in hope, to, to raise your level of, of, of hope, to, to, to raise your level of experience in God. Amen. So we get, that will be a, 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 just a climate for God to do great things coming into the end of the year and beginning of, of next year. Verse 28 says that, and having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. He mentioned this angel. We know the angel was Gabriel. That Gabriel came and gave this salutation. Blessed, most highly favored woman. Gave her the understanding. Amen. That, that she would have. Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. Would come through her, her womb. Amen. And, and, and I want you to note today, Mary didn't even know it. She was just operating, amen, from day to day. But, but God had already assigned an angel to her life. And I want you to know today that angels are real. This Christmas, amen, that, that, that when, when you are in situations, and, and even through 2020, that many of us were shielded from things, and we didn't even know how we came out. Amen. It was because God had already assigned angels to you. Amen. That you have not been by yourself. That's what God was telling Mary. You're, you're not by yourself. I'm here with you. God has assigned angels to you. He's assigned, amen, supernatural agents to your walk to get you to your place of destiny. So regardless of where we had in 2020, I want you to know today that God thinks enough of us value us so much that he has assignment of angels for our particular life. That's why you got to be careful how you treat people. Because, because see, this Gabriel was unfamiliar to her. Amen. You don't know how God wants to bless you. Amen. You don't, that's why it's not good to just close yourself up and not entertain what God wants to do through people that may look unfamiliar to you. Because the Bible says that you might even be entertaining angels. Some of your greatest miracles are from people that don't look like you, don't talk like you, ain't been where you've been. Amen, somebody. They could be a miracle in the form of an angel that God has assigned to bless your particular life. So, so don't be on, 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 on solo, lonely uh, this Christmas and don't want to talk to nobody, not going to entertain anybody in public shopping line. Hey Amen. I'm going to go to the gas station. Nobody better not talk to me today. I'm going to work. You don't know that temporary worker that's on your job that people don't even give a clue uh, 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 any recognition to could be the very angel that God has sent to change the destiny of your particular life. I like the fact this morning God thinks enough of me that even right now that angels are assigned to my life that I came through this year not by my own self but angels have been assigned to my life. Somebody even in here and looking today have fell asleep don't know how they still made it to their destination but there's an angel that was assigned to your particular life and I thank God that he thinks enough of us to assign angels. 
to comfort us, to give us messages, to, to stay on this road as we thank for the Holy Spirit as well. But the angels God assigns to your life. Amen. So we need to get up. We need to be doing things. We need to be, amen, still relational. Amen. This is not the time to be in a dark place. And I know that Christmas time is a time where people go solo and they don't want to deal with nobody else. And, and I'm telling you, this is not the season to do it. Allow God to do what he wants to do with whoever he wants to do it in your particular life. And it will make the difference in your life. So I thank God for angels. I, I know that God didn't have some angels with me. I, I, I know there's some stuff that I, good God Almighty, I know that God, amen, I know that God didn't have some angels with me. Amen. If I can share some stories with y'all, amen, for, amen, God didn't have some angels with me. Amen. Have you ever came through some situation? I don't know how in the world I got through that. What in the world? I don't, what was I thinking of? God that brought me, God had angels assigned to you, assigned to your life. And because God says this angel is going to give you to your place of destination there's angels this morning amen amen I've, I've heard i've heard people who've been on icus with COVID 19 and, and said it was some even though they were were in a state that they didn't understand that they felt a touch of god that was an angel amen that was in their room that was telling them to hold on and and keep the faith amen and and, and be blessed you're, you're you're blessed and you're most highly favored this morning so i thank god for angels wherever you're at this morning the hope is your hope is what your experience hope god has your not in there by yourself i know you feel that you're by yourself that don't nobody understand but god has assigned the angel before even 2020 got here you got angels there with you encourage yourself amen somebody you want to say anything about angels because angels are real people don't know they're real the bible says be very careful how you treat angels i mean strangers because elder proto they can be angels and you're unaware i try to talk that's why i don't try to have a big head i don't have to try to try to try to try to not talk i want to talk to folk because i don't know who god is using to bless me do you know most of my blessing this no this this is no this is no joke at the church do you know most of the great blessing of my life have not been from people from the four walls of the church it's, it's just been for people that God choose to send that don't 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 look like it should be a blessing, but but it, they're a great blessing. I'm not saying that people in church ain't blessed. Oh no, no, most of our blessings have come from church, but there's many outside that you would never think of that God wants to use and will use to bless you. So I want you to understand today, angels are for your life. This Gabriel spoke to her and said, "Hey, you, Amen." She didn't feel blessed, but he says, "You blessed." Amen. I just think, again, that speaks to God's love for yes. us. You know, we always say that God sent an angel when he actually sent a, an individual to help you. Yes. Now, that's one thing because God does that. He sends us help through people that live and breathe just like us. But angels are created beings. They were created as angels. Amen. And God assigns them to us. So I think that speaks of God's love. Yes, yes. And it also lets us know that it doesn't matter where we are, yes. where we came from. It don't matter if you came from the projects, you didn't have nothing. It don't matter if you came from a mansion and had everything. It does not matter to God. God can use anybody. Amen. And he cares for us the same. Amen. And that, that just speaks to God's love. When you sit back and think of how much God loves us, all the things he does for the angels. Amen. People in the body of Christ, the Holy Spirit, his word. Amen. That he speaks to us. Amen. The Holy Spirit makes intercession when we're praying. God sits on the right hand of the Father standing in the gap for When you think about all of that, you just have to love God. Amen. You are just loving. That's why I say you enter my house with thanksgiving and gratefulness. It What you're going through does not matter. It does not change his love. When you start to think about all those things that God has placed at our feet. Amen. So that we can live and give him glory and know that we need him. We ought to just be thankful. We ought to want to reciprocate that love. So to me, that's just a demonstration of God's love that he created some beings just to watch over us. Amen. Just to watch over us. So you're not by yourself. You got to you got to you got to keep going. 
Hey man, you got angels. You 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 sat back talking about I, I, what I can't do. Go for the angels. Say, I'm, uh, come on, I'm, I'm I'm trying to let's let's do some things. So angels are real today. God, I want you to experience all of the kingdom of God and all the expression of God's love. As first lady said, we want to experience everything. Angels have been sent, and sometimes you need to you need to pray over your children, especially as our send your angels, God, to keep them. Dispatch, do you know that, that we have authority even over angels? You have been created an image of God. You have been put back when you got saved into God's, amen, where God is, that you are joint heirs. And, and, and do you know that we can give charge to angels? You put charge to angels. You can tell tell angels to go with my child. Amen, somebody. Go, go, go with my husband. Go with my wife today. Amen. Amen. They're in the hospital. Be with them. I assigned the angels to you. I, I assigned, amen, Gabe. Amen. I assigned these angels, Michael and, and, and whoever else. I assigned these angels to you. The angels of peace, the angel of good health, the angel of, of peace in my mind. Amen. I, some of the situations some of us in need some peace in our mind. Assign some angels just to your mind. Amen, somebody. That may be the whole heavenly host, but but that's all right. Amen. That may come on, church. Amen. Because that's what's coming after your mind is dark angels. So you might as well assign the angels of light to your mind. I sign angels. God, I'm going into some uh, 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 a crazy situation that I'm going to have to go into. Don't know. Don't feel well going into it. I'm not equipped to go into it. And and God, God, I need your angels with me. I sign these angels to me and and sign angels. You got to know how to declare and release the authority of God out of your mouth. And as you see these things happening, God will show you and it will encourage your faith even longer. Of course, of course, as your faith is encouraged more, the more you experience the hope of God, joy and peace at the same time. So he's talked about angels. I want you to be very careful because angels are very real. We see them in the birth, the life of Jesus when he was born. But, but the angels, the ministry of the angels are very real in the kingdom of God. Then in verse 28 and 29, uh, the Bible says that, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. And, and considered, what manner of greeting is this? All, out of all the women in Nazareth, this sin cesspool of evil in Nazareth, and all these women, he came to her and says, Blessed are you, Mary. We thank God for all the other women, but but you are blessed. You know, that, that that's, that's awesome because you may not feel. Matter of fact, she didn't even feel she was blessed because the Bible says when the angel told her, she was troubled. <laughs> she said, you saying something that, that does not align itself with, with how I'm feeling right now. But the angel had to let her know that you are blessed. And, and, and sometimes, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking on the last two days. I, I got to say this. It's so much rebellion and anger towards God right now. You need to count your blessings. You need, we, 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 we really need to, to, to thank God that even though we may not feel we're blessed, that somebody out there would give two hands, two arms, two feet, two legs, and an eye. To trade places with you today. One of the greatest indictments on faith is when you're not, one of the greatest indictments on being selfish is when you are not grateful for your lot, for your hand that you have today. She didn't feel blessed, but, but the angel wants to remind her and encourage her and let her know that you are blessed. Sometimes you don't feel blessed, but you still don't tell God, I thank you. God, God, God I, I, we had two of our members shut in, and we had two families. They're back now. They got shut in, COVID-19 and, and everything. And, 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 and even in those things, you, got to, you, you, you still got to, to, to tell God, God, I, I thank you. God, God, God I, I, I thank you that I'm, I'm, even though I'm in my home, I could be hooked up to some, come on, church, some, 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 some 
amen, equipment and a machine that's plugged into somebody's wall. Amen. But, but amen, I, I need to thank God, amen, that, that, that my child ain't all where he needs to be, but, but I can put my hand on him right now. I, I, amen. He may be eating up all the food, but, but, but at least he's in a house eating up all the food. Come on, church. I, I, it's something that you, you still coming into next year got to give God praise for because even though you don't feel like you're blessed, you need to tell God I'm blessed and you know what you're doing today. You're blessed today. You're blessed. You don't feel, you may not feel blessed. And not only you're blessed, but you're blessed with everybody else around you. Your, your blessings, amen, that nobody else around you blessings compare to your blessings right now. You're blessed to more men and women. I want people to know in my community, amen, I'm blessed over the whole community and, and, and the community, God bless you, the blessings come through me, I wanted to bless the community this morning. I'm, I'm blessed today, I'm blessed, the most blessed person on my job, I'm a, the most blessed person in my entire family, it's not a, a selfish testimony, but the testimony to say, God, that you're going to use me to be a blessing to so many other different people. You got to say, God, I'm blessed, and every morning you wake up, you say, I'm blessed. Get your mind around it. You either going to be blessed or cursed. The decision is your decision this morning. Whatever you think in your mind, so it's going to be you. If you feel cursed, if you feel condemned, you're going to be cursed and condemned. I choose to say, God, every day that I'm blessed today. My head hurting, but I'm blessed today. Amen. I don't know, amen, if clients are coming in, people ain't paying, but God, I'm still blessed today. And you will be surprised that when you let the praises go up, amen, the altitude of your life, amen, will go in the direction of your praise, God will send an unexpected check to you, because you said you were blessed, I'm going to make you blessed then, to keep your word before the world, you got to tell people, God, I'm blessed today, and get your mind around the fact, regardless of how my family looks, regardless of what 2020 did to me, I want you to know, devil, you ain't changed my blessing, I'm still blessed and highly favored, I'm still coming out into a better place. God, I want to tell you, thank you. You got to know that you're blessed today. You got to know that you're blessed today. God, I'm blessed today. Marriage is in turmoil, but I'm, he may be not be blessed. She may not be blessed, but I'm blessed today. Come on, church. I'm, I'm real blessed today. You got to know because when you confess it out of your mouth, God is obligated to match the confession and bring it into your particular life. But you got to start saying, God, I'm blessed today. That's why the Bible says be thankful for all things because if you ain't thankful, you can't be blessed. Still give and pray because you know what some people do. They'll get in that little, they'll, they'll get in that little place in a pity party. And, and, and you know that they did in the Old Testament, they put ashes on them. Put on sack, they put sackcloth on. Want God to get a man. Start feeling sorry for him. God said, I ain't getting sorry. Boy, you better get your butt up. And my, my blessings ain't down in a pity party. My blessings, come on, churches, as you're moving, as just says the Lord, you will come into your blessing today. You gotta get up out of there. God is not in the business and obligated to feel sorry. Sorry for you. Amen. When you feel sorry for yourself, you got to get up and say, I'm blessed. Amen. If you got an ounce, if you got an ounce of consciousness left in a troubled mind from 2020, with that one ounce left, you better take it and tell God and the world, I'm blessed today. Amen. Ain't no devil in hell can change it. Ain't no person can change it. I'm blessed today. Ain't no systems of the world can change the fact that I'm blessed. He said that you're the most wicked, evil, sin-filled city. But I want you to know that you're blessed among every other woman in this town. Oh, good God, I'm preaching my own son. Amen. You're blessed and I want you to know that you're blessed. Bible says you're blessed coming in, God's going out. Blessed when you're here, blessed when you're gone. You're blessed, don't matter. I'm blessed by God. Tell yourself that sometime. Amen. That's why the Bible says she kept herself. Yeah, sometimes you got to keep yourself. Don't let people defile you. Don't let people take you outside of your blessing. The Bible says she didn't know what she was waiting on. But the Bible says she kept herself as a virgin. She kept, come on church, she kept herself. I'm not going to give, I'm not going to give up this breakthrough blessing. 
amen, for, for foolishness to come, amen, and keep entertaining your foolishness. Come on, church. I'm going to be blessed today. Because he had to know, she had to know that she was blessed because she was carrying, she was about to carry a blessing. You can't carry a blessing unless you know you're blessed. You've got to feel you're blessed. You've got to identify with the fact that you're blessed today. Because God don't give blessings to curse people. He gives blessings to bless people. You can't walk in curse. But the Bible says there's no condemnation, which means there's no curse. To those who in Christ Jesus walks in the spirit and out of flesh. So we're blessed today. I'm blessed. Do you know you're blessed? I'm blessed. Are you just... Uh, 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 10, 12 months ago, talking about God, let me let me walk from home. I'm going driving all the way to Conyers every day, and and and, and God, what you gonna do? And uh, they they won't move me. God said, I'll move the whole world for you then. <laughs> see, see, I, 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 I move everything. I, I I I move how whole corporations to do things. That's how I feel just for you. I tell you, He did that for me. He brought COVID-19, come on church, to, to, to bless, amen, my business two, three, four, just for me. That's how blessed I feel sometimes. And God, I thank you that all these other people being, they going to get blessings too, but God, I thank you I'm blessed. See, don't, don't not change God's blessings. If your mindset is not set on bless right now, and you're trying to come into a year that you know not of, I'm telling you this morning that you're going to come in in a bad situation. You got to know with a shadow of a doubt, God, I'm blessed. God to get all in your situation. Turn that thing all around. Blessed her in her obscurity. Blessed her in a place where people not traditionally, conventionally blessed. That's what God done in 2020. But because people praise didn't match what God wanted to do, they missed out on God's blessing. It's not that God didn't want to do it for you in 2020, but your praise, your belief, your thanksgiving didn't match what God wanted to do for you. But you got another opportunity because 2021 going to be a hard year too, pretty sure. You got another opportunity to raise your level of belief, raise your level of being grateful to God. I had a young man come in, had COVID-19, been gone for two weeks. And boy, I came in here today, I said, man, we short of earth I said, I said, before I can get, can you help us on the earth out? You know what he did? He dispatched to the door. But because he know God Almighty, because he says, I'm grateful. God done been good to me. Some people didn't come out of COVID-19. If that's all you want me to do is stand on this door, my God, today, that is a small thing based on how blessed I really am. You got to be blessed and highly favored today. I'm trying to tell you, I get moved when how good God is in our life today. God bless you, brother. Amen. So listen, he said he's blessed. Then, then verse 30, I mean, it probably was real good anyway. They weren't answering the phone. I was calling them and stuff. I said, well, he told me he shut up with his wife. <laughs> I said, they shut up together. They ain't going. I was telling Brother James that yesterday. He said, you heard me? I said, man, I called him twice. He, 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 he ain't nobody called me. They, they're fucking in the house, man. You know, he, he in there with his dessert. He called his dessert. He in there with his wife, man. I don't know what's going on. Hey, man. He said, well, Pastor, you know, I got a 60-some-year-old friend and just had a baby. I don't know what's going on. Just let him do it. Whatever, whatever God wants to do this year, we'll take it. Come on, church. Whatever, however he wants to bless me, I'm going to let him bless me right now. <laughs> yeah, God. We'll, we'll dedicate that one too. Come on, church. Can't live your life it's like you ain't got no tomorrow. You got to still live. Even in, <laughs> even in quarantine, you still got to live. That's what he's saying. But James, the one brought it up, he didn't want to talk about his 67-year-old friend. Got ahead of me. He said the man had two children. He said one was one, one, and one, two. That's what he told me yesterday. Then the angel, verse 30 says, Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Oh, that dog on favor today. I want you to know that you're favored by God. 
If you're a child of God, I want you to be encouraged the fact today that, that you're, you're, you're favored. You, God has chosen you. She didn't, Mary didn't choose God. Mary didn't choose the blessing. God chose Mary. Not because of her title. She didn't have a title. She was, she was a, a person of, of, of no recognition, no, no anything. Matter of fact, for most accounts, theologians believe she was just 14, 15 years old. A particular time of the salutation of, 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 of the angel Gabriel. But, but it, it wasn't due to nothing that she deserved. But God says because, amen, certain things are going on with you and, and your mind, God says, I, I just, I just, you're favored. And I want you to know you don't, we don't deserve it. God, his favor is just on us. Amen. He, he's on, it's on all of us today. It's on, it's on you today. It's on, it's on everybody who's the elect of God. His favor is on you today. One about her occupation, her family lineage. Do the nothing that she deserved. But you know what I, God was telling me? And he said, it's not, it, it's not so much what she didn't have. It was who she was connected to. God had to bring Jesus down the lineage of David. Joseph just happened to be in the bloodline. You know, and Mary was connected to Joseph. If Mary wasn't connected to Joseph, she wouldn't have got the favor. Is it making sense today? So, so sometimes it ain't what you have. Stick with God. Stay connected to God. Stay connected to people that you know and, and organizations and, 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 and even the church. Stay with what you know God's favor is on. Amen. If you, you, don't, you, you, you don't despise people uh, organizations or, or who God. You, 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 you stay connected. You stay. God is a God that we've got to stay connected because the favor comes from him based on the connection that we have from him. I'm, I've been trying to tell everybody, don't leave Jesus right now. The favor is on you. You, you, may, you. you may not even experience because she wouldn't even experience favor yet. She had not really conceived yet. The, 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 the Gabriel told her that you will conceive, which means I ain't conceived yet. But God, um, you, God said you're favored, though, because you're connected to favor. <laughs> That's why relationships are so good. Really. That's why you got to wait sure that you work for a relationship. You don't get offended. You don't, you, you don't, amen. You stay grateful, amen, that you stay in certain situations because you, you want to be connected with God is moving with favor. I always try to tell her, don't, don't leave me. Don't, don't, don't stay connected to, because I try to do the right thing with the Lord and he's been blessed. Come on, church. And I, and I know that my connection with her is favor. You, you got to understand that, that when, 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 when you're getting sideways with relationships, you may be getting sideways with favor. Yeah. Am I right today? Importance of disconnecting from divine connections. That's what God's speaking to me. Divine connections. Divine connections. Stay with the church. And I'm not saying Beacon of Light has, has, has a, 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 a lock hold on God's favor. There's many churches out there that, that, that has that are abiding in God's favor. Amen, somebody. You want to say anything to that? Amen. And I, I, I just want to piggyback that that's very, very important mm -hmm. uh, to keep relationships, maintain them. Amen. Because the enemy desires to keep us divided. Yes. Amen. Even if we disagree, we don't have to be divided. Mm -hmm. Amen. Even if we uh, not in sync, we don't have to be divided. And so that's what we let the enemy come in and say, oh, it offended me. Then we fester on it or whatever. And it causes us to ruin relationships and again to miss out on God's favor. Amen. So that's really important in this time because I hear people that say they are the faith. They believe Christ. But um, my hope is in the vaccine. Yes. My hope is in the new candidate. Yes. Amen. That's what I'm believing for. But what, you know, what about Jesus? Yeah. You know, we're not trusting in chariots or horse. We're not trusting in this man thing. 
amen, in this world, we have to trust in God. And, and um, uh, Peyton, I'm going to use her for an example. Amen. When we um, started to look at her school and things of that nature, and she called the school, amen, to go there and thankful for Evangelist Felicia and, and helping her and everything and uh, got in a program. And so we called the program to get it fully paid for, to get the grant. Amen. And so, um, you know, the COVID thing, all that was going on. So they kind of sent us paperwork and then we couldn't talk to nobody, couldn't call, couldn't do this. So the Lord led me. He said, look on, look up the address and just go down there. Amen. So we looked up the address and me and Peyton went down there with all her paperwork to make copies and the door was locked and they said you couldn't come in. Well, it was a gentleman coming around the corner. The people in there was just looking at us, knocking on the door. They weren't going to open. A gentleman came around the corner and he asked what was going on. And we told him we have all her stuff here. We're just trying to turn it in because we can't download her passport and things of that nature. And he said, come on in. We'll take the paperwork. So the women started. Uh, he said, no, go ahead and help them take their paperwork. And so the lady, she took the paperwork, she, and the man stood there to make sure they did it. I said, okay, guys, guys doing something, okay. So uh, the lady tells Peyton, she had took her mask down to get something to the lady. Could you please wear your mask while you in here? That's what she said to Peyton. And, you know, Peyton got a little attitude, but I didn't say nothing. And she said, yes, ma'am, no problem. I'm like, okay. So she pulled her mask back up, and they kept doing whatever. So they got the paperwork. They ended up calling her, saying she missed something, and we, we was able to email it to them. And then the lady, I called to check on it. And the lady said, oh, we, not, we don't have no money in Douglas County. There's no money for that funding for Douglas County. I said, well, we took, I said, we took it to Cobb. We took it to the wrong place. And she said, no. Did they take it? And I said, yes, ma'am, leave it. She said, you don't know what God is doing. What lady said. I said, well, she said, you don't know what God is doing. So I said, okay. So we, we hung up. They reached out to Peyton. They said, you've been approved for the full funding of the whole program. So uh, she was like, okay. So they said, we're going to send you the paperwork. You got to send out certain things. Go apply to the school. They have to send us an invoice. And then she called back. She said, oh, you in Douglas County. This is for Cobb County. She said, that's okay. We're going to transfer the money over to your county for you. That's favor. So God, he'll orchestrate, he'll move things, he make adjustments for favor for you. Amen. Who would have heard of such a thing? Then they got the lady on the phone that would be her caseworker in Douglas County to finish up the paperwork. Amen. That's God's favor. That's how it works. Amen. You know your credit bad. Amen. You trying to get a home. Amen. And the Lord will start stripping stuff off your credit report because you're doing the right thing. You're walking. You're still serving. You're still reverencing God. You ain't got no attitude. You ain't mad. You ain't jealous. You ain't envious. God will start tearing stuff off your credit report. He'll put somebody in place. Amen. He'll put a house within your limits to qualify. That's called favor. Amen. You get a sick report from the doctor. Amen. He said he can't do nothing for you. He never seen nothing like that before. Amen. And God just steps in and bring a healing. When the radiologist come in, he said, I don't see nothing. That's the favor of God. That's what his favor looks like. He orchestrates stuff. He moves it. He shifts it for your behalf and for my behalf. That's what God favors looks like. So it doesn't matter. What the report is. Yeah. Don't matter what man says. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Matter what my God says. Amen. That's favor. So we don't care about going into 2021 and they say, yeah. we're looking to the Lord. We're looking on high. Our minds and our hearts and our eyes are fixed on Jesus. Yeah. Amen. That's the ultimate hope. Yeah. That he going to come back and get us. Yes. And deliver us out of this trap. That's the ultimate hope. Yes. And God. But while we're here. While we're here. He favors us. He's shifting. That's why it don't matter. That's why you can't let your mind settle on that. And be depressed. And looking on that. No. I'm believing God. To miraculously move and shift and change things. On my behalf. And it doesn't matter if I deserve it. Amen. Because I'm trusting him. I'm believing. That's why you got to still do kingdom work. While you're going through it, don't feel like you're still doing kingdom work. God, I still say thank you. I don't even know why. It ain't looking like I think it should look, but I still owe you a thank you. I still owe you a praise. I still owe you a hallelujah. 
Because I'm waiting on the favor. So I'm hoping until the manifestation is present. He said he won't forget your labor of love. He said he's going to work it on your behalf. That's why you got to keep serving. Stick still loving. Envy coming in your mind, kill it. Depression, kill it. Amen. Contention, kill it. Amen. Wayward lifestyle, kill it. God's trying to bless us. He's trying to put it in our hand. But we got to stay the course. Amen. That's favor. You don't look like it, you don't deserve it. But God orchestrates it. He moves things. He make adjustments just for us. How you can't love him? How you can't die so you can serve him? How you can't submit it all to him? That's how much he loves us. He said, I won't forget, but we got to wait. Amen. Isaiah said, has God, has thou not known? Has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Father, creator of this earth, that he don't faint? He said, the young men should utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, he said, I promise you, I renew your strength. You should walk and not be weary. And you should run and not faint. Not only shall you not walk and be weary, run and not faint. But you shall mount up with wings as eagles. I give you a run. Amen. You won't grow weary. Keep doing the right thing. Satan is trying to wear us out, saints. You can't throw in the towel. You can't throw it in. You got to rest on him, trust him, believe past what we can see. It hadn't happened yet. That don't mean it ain't happening. Remember, he's orchestrating. He's moving. He's adjusting. For our behalf. He said, I won't forget you. He's ever so mindful. That cupbearer, the baker, died, but they forgot about Joseph. God didn't forget. He allowed Pharaoh to have a dream and brought it back to their remembrance. It's a man in the jail said, I got a gift. Amen. And then the Lord placed him at the right hand of Pharaoh. Thought he was forgotten about. That's a picture. A little time might have to go by, but God has forgotten. He loves us and it's uncomprehensible. So when you get in that slump, thing, don't believe your household for poverty. God, show us how to come out of this in agreement on one accord, that you can have just what he say. There's nothing outside that city limit of what we can have as believers. But we gotta join together, gotta unite, gotta be on one accord. God don't bless division. His word says this. He don't, he don't bless that. Nothing we can do can make him. Get it in line. Be on one accord. Die to yourself. You're gonna have to die in this season. You can't look to this world. Vaccine is not the answer. Kamala is not the answer. Joe Biden is not the answer. Don't rest your hope on that. You're going to be let down. My hope and my trust is in Jesus. Amen. That one day every knee going to bow to that name. Every heart has to submit to that name. I'm just going to trust in the source. He's the source. Amen. And I'm glad about it. I'm not dismayed. I'm not afraid. Amen. I'm standing with my feet planted, trusting God's word. And I thank him that he don't forget. He keeps a good record. Amen. And so I say hallelujah to him. I'm grateful. Amen. We're going to end on that. Listen. Awesome. Hey, if you could be saved twice, I would be saved again today. Listen here. It's favor. So you can't get down on your mistakes. You can't get down on your bad decisions. His favor overrides all of that. It overrides all of that. Everybody here is carrying something. Everybody who's looking, you're carrying something. Even in 2020, God has given birth to something in you. You may not even know what it is right now. That he's going you conceived and he's going to bring birth to it. But you got to still keep serving. 
You got, you got to still keep thanking and worshiping and praising him. Thank him for his wonderful love. Thank you this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. Favor. Let's give God a hand clap praise for favor. He'll shift things just for you. So we thank God for your viewing today. We thank God for you giving some time out to, to connect with us this morning. The hope of Christmas. Have hope. Merry Christmas to you. Have hope. God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for every person that's viewing this, every person that's connected today, God. Oh, bless them now, God. Help them to understand your love for them today, God. Help them to understand that, that there's a better tomorrow. And what they do today will set them up for the breakthrough in their tomorrow. The greatest miracle that's ever known, that we've ever known, was the birth of Jesus Christ. To, to, to come into this world to save sinners, God. And so, God, with that said, we, we offer the greatest miracle trumps any vaccine it trumps any miracle that may look like a miracle but 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 jesus is the miracle salvation so god if there's anybody today that's not saved that would like to be saved god we offer them today salvation repentance of their sin we thank you today god and so god let them today experience the body joy and peace that comes with hope. Encourage their faith. Build them up, God, where they can believe again. And so, God, we thank you for them. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus. And all saints said, amen. God bless you as you're viewing with us today. Thank God for you again. Merry Christmas to you. Amen. Just, just find something. Just find something to be grateful for. Declare every day, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm well favored. I'm blessed. I'm well favored. I'm blessed. Let that be your affirmation from this day going forward today. We love you today. You know how to give. Amen. This is the giving season. You know how to give to the division. Amen. It's, it's, it's posted on Facebook, our website. And we thank God for our partners who've supported us all year long. Continue to be blessed. In the name of Jesus, amen.